Hello out there, my name is Mary, and you are listening to episode two of the Growth-Minded Marriage Real-Life Check-In. After spending lots of time editing and listening to our very first episode, we began to put the pieces together on how Kevin and I ultimately are two individuals moving through this journey together but separate. We decided this was too important a conversation to not share, so we pushed recording Kevin's career off a couple weeks. The episode on Kevin's career will certainly offer a lot of insights on how we make this dream life work, so you will definitely want to check that one out when it launches. But for today, in this real-life check-in, we share our together-but-separate realization and the uncomfortable conversation it led to, the resolution of our conversation and how we are going to move forward, and we highlight the fact that our why for doing the podcast is already a success because we have found two new ways to grow. We also discuss why our episodes will come out just every other week. Thank you for listening, and as always, please find a way to connect with us. Ready? All right, let's grow! After creating our dream life together, Mary and I realized that our happiness wasn't a one-time achievement. It is the beginning of a lifelong journey. Join us as we discover what comes next. Two. Is it episode two? <laughs> we made it. How are you feeling about recording? Um, I mean, it's still, I would say, uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Kind of weird to yes. be on a microphone staring at you. Yes. Especially the way in which you look at me. You haven't looked at me like that in years. <laughs> yes. Whoever's wearing the headphones, it feels easier for the person wearing the headphones. But if you're not wearing the headphones, it feels extra like you're talking to someone via microphone when they're a foot away from you. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing the headphones. That's what Mary says. <laughs> yes. On. He thinks he sounds better when he wears the headphones, Mr. Egotistical. No, I just can control my volume better compared to your loudness. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, we were originally thinking that we were going to talk about Kevin's career because when we ended the first episode, you know, that's what seemed sort of the natural progression. And then we listened to the last episode that is being released in about a week from the date that we're talking right now. And I realized that I learned something about Kevin already, which is the point of all this. And that sparked a conversation. And then we decided to talk about what we're going to talk about today as opposed to doing his career talk. So we're going to do that next episode. Sorry, guys. I know you guys were really looking forward to that. (laughs) I think we have like... Well, I get little um, memos about how many times it's been downloaded and... I don't know how to check the subscribers yet, but I finally got my mom to understand how to... She listens to podcasts, but I finally got her to understand how to subscribe. So I know she's a subscriber. We got one. And I know we have about 25 downloads as of a few days ago, which when I told my mom, she was like, oh my God, really? I can't believe it. (laughs) I listened to it. There's no way there should be more than like three. (laughs) She was so... Flabbergasted? Proud, maybe, or blown away. It sounds like she was shocked. (laughs) It was awesome to talk Mm -hmm. to her about it because, you know, it's just something new and fun and different. Of course, I love talking about it, which is what Kevin and I are going to talk about on this episode, how this all um, came up. We should do something special for 25. (laughs) 25. It's not 25 subscribers. 25, it's been downloaded, which I'm sure includes the 17 times I listened to it and sort of had to log in to figure things out. So... 
you know, it's not an impressive number to begin with. And then you factor that mm-hmm. in and it's really like, shout out to my O crew friends. It's really mm-hmm. you guys probably and yeah. my mom a couple times. And I might have like bought some um, click farm in <laughs> Bangladesh to also make us look good. Uh, I, I think that actually is a thing. You can do that. But yeah, it is. A anyways, thing. it's not super the point. But, it you know, of course, when you launch a podcast, Kevin, and I could be in our bed having these same conversations, but there's something to it when we're doing it over the podcast. Obviously, we want to meet people and connect. You know, there's also just not the, 25, though, man, that's <laughs> the interest of doing something so not our normal. So anyways, I digress. The thing I realized that I learned about Kevin came about because I have been on this journey, as I said in the first episode, for a couple of years, but really four months ago, probably now five months ago, was really when I felt like, okay, I'm I'm at my dream life. Like, this is likely what my dream life will feel like. And I was super excited about it. Of course, that's a really exciting place to be. And when I'm excited about something, it becomes the number one important thing for me and for my person. And my person is Kevin. And so- Hi was very invested in making sure that he understood how incredible this journey was for me and every moment and update. And, you know, I just am kind of a passionate, excitable person, especially when it's something that feels as good as living your dream life. It feels like, how could you not be talking about that? And then I was thinking about the fact that, um, well, first of all, you got a little bit, What would the, what's the word you'd like to use? You got um, with the way in which you were sharing. Yes. It was a little overwhelming. A little overwhelming. Yeah. It was a little overwhelming. Yes. He's possibly referring to, um, I called him once last week. He was in bed. It was 630 in the morning. I was driving to work and I just was so overwhelmed with a, a, like a vision is what I've been calling them of the future and just sort of a progression of all of these feelings and clarity and, you know, tapping into my truest self And I called him at 6.30 because I had an aha moment. And guys, these aha moments are coming fast and furious. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So this wasn't the first one. I knew he was going to be sleeping, but I just let it ring a bunch. He, of course, answers groggy. And I told him, I'm going to give you five minutes to kind of wake up and talk to me because I've got something so exciting I have to tell you. And do you remember what I told you? You were like, like not really coherent. That's probably correct. But what I said in my, you know, actual head was, you might as well tell me now because in five minutes, I'm not going to remember what you said then. Uh, Maybe you did say that. You did say that. So I told him, and he's, guys, he loves me a lot. So he was very supportive. And then that night, I tried to talk to him about it again, and he shared with me that he was, as he'd like to call it, a bit overwhelmed with my excitement. It might have just, I might have gotten to capacity. Yeah. Just for that moment. Anyways, so um, we had a conversation and it kind of got pretty uncomfortable, which a lot of this growth stuff gets uncomfortable because basically I was confused how four years ago Kevin actualized or realized his dream life, as he told me in the first episode, which, you know, to put a time frame on it, I don't know that I actually knew four years ago you would have said you are living your dream life. And I said to him, how could you have possibly started living your dream life and I not know about it? And you said... Ooh, now I'm in the spot. Um, What did I say? So he called to light the fact that um, he told me something he was very excited about work-wise over the weekend. And when he put me on the spot to remember what he told me, certainly I could not come up with anything. I knew he had told me something that was exciting and I basically 
gave that back to you and you said, mm. well, there's the exact reason why you didn't know I was going on this journey that I had actualized my dream life because you don't listen to me. I mean, that's basically what you said. Mm -hmm. I don't know that you use those that exact be, words. That might but. be a little harsher. I think the other truth, too, is Mary, um, to process things, it has to be exploded onto someone. Yes. She's very, right. yeah. Whereas for me, it's always been a very internal process. Yeah. I've got to figure it out and then, you know, maybe bring somebody on board afterwards. But I don't need help getting through the process. Mary definitely wants help through the process. I guess I just have a stronger internal compass with this kind of stuff. Yeah. And I'm not quite sure how you have that in particular. I mean, I'm grateful that you have it because that's what makes you my go-to person. But I was just really, I felt guilty and uncomfortable and just really put on the spot, not in a terrible way, but just in the way where I knew I hadn't been treating you very nicely, potentially, and just felt really uncomfortable. Like, gosh, this for me feels so exhilarating and exciting and so like I want it to be your focus, too. And I kept pressing Kevin, like, why didn't you tell me four years ago that you were going through all of this? Why didn't you? Why, how are you not just overwhelming me with excitement and overwhelming me with all of the things that you were doing and feeling and saying? And I got. I kind of know the answer because I already asked you this, but I don't know if you want to elaborate on that. Well, I don't know if you actually do know the answer. Oh, but, well, t please tell me. Well, now. there's there's a couple things. One, like you were at a job that you were working a very stressful situation for very long hours, and you know I don't think that you and I were in the same place at that point in our mm -hmm. lives. I think most of the times you came home and the last thing you really wanted to do or had the energy or enthusiasm to do was to then be available for me and that kind of stuff. Especially because, you know, we still have kids at home. Mm -hmm. We still have the house to take care of and everything else. Mm -hmm. I think I'm at getting, that point. Sorry. I was going to say I'm getting that uncomfortable feeling. Like when you talk about this, I feel so uncomfortable. Like I don't that you're going to get fed up or so. I don't know what I'm nervous about because I don't think that you're going to leave me. But just oh, it just feels really uncomfortable to be called out on not being supportive when that's the one thing I need from you so badly. Yeah. But continue. I'm sorry. I'm working on interrupting. Um, goodness, where was I going before I, I was so rudely remember. interrupted? <laughs> when yeah, I came home no, from work. I think, I think you were kind of exhausted. You were exhausted mm -hmm. with the way in which your life was. And the hard thing was, is when I was going through this journey, it wasn't really about you. It was about getting everything that I wanted at that time. Mm -hmm. I wanted to work. I wanted to watch our kids. I wanted to do everything myself. Like I wanted to be able to be that provider. I didn't see any you know, opportunity for you to change what you were doing. So why would I like rub into your face like, oh, look at all of this great stuff that I can do. Mm -hmm. You know, I work for myself so I can figure out ways to hack my schedule and create efficiencies and do all these different things and, you know, remove things that weren't adding a positive and everything else. Like you were working for somebody else. Mm -hmm. You were on someone else's time and clock. The reality is, is what I was doing 
wouldn't have been terribly meaningful for you at that time. Yeah, I think that's true. I just, it's hard for me to put myself in your shoes. And I think that's essentially what maybe is making me feel uncomfortable is I just have a very difficult time that I just didn't support you in the appropriate way. And you didn't really need my support, which is just, I don't know if that makes it better or worse, but... I also think that you and I just very much think differently, too. Mm-hmm. Like when I say four years ago was the start of my dream life, I honestly believe that it was the start. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say that it was like the moment in which I self-actualized everything. Yeah. And then I started living my best life every single day, starting mm-hmm. that day for the rest of my life. Yes. That's kind of how you yes, interpret things. Yes, that's how it things. feels. Yes. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's like this is, you know the tangible obvious start of a journey that took me from there to now and then will continue on hopefully forever Mm -hmm. in a sustainable way okay we're jumping in here from the future (laughs) not exactly sure how to do this but we realized something and we couldn't let this episode air without filling in some gaps that we've realized so should we do the Wayne's World thing like the doodle little doodle little doodle little doodle little 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 I don't understand oh. that reference. Gosh, you're so young. <laughs> so basically I was really struggling with understanding the fact that Kevin processes things very differently from me. And because he processes things differently, he can't quite reach me on the same level when I'm trying to tell him how I'm processing things. That kind of threw me for a loop because Kevin is my absolute go-to person. So it just was a little bit difficult to understand that I very well may have to go through a lot of this or some of this on my own or just process things on my own, which you seem to do better than I can. And so I think that's what I was really having trouble understanding. Yeah, maybe up until this point, you kind of always took everything I said as like the absolute Yes. And maybe now you're kind of figuring or having the confidence to maybe go beyond my plane of thinking and really establishing your own. Yes, I would say that feels absolutely true. I've never felt something inside and not looked out for someone else to be like, yeah, that sounds great. Sure, let's do that. And you, for a very long time, have been that person, which has been wonderful because we've made a lot of good moves together. But Apparently, you had already come to this realization before I had. And so now that I'm kind of in the middle of my realization, I'm left here a little bit alone. Well, how about we're taking the same journey, except maybe we're not walking the exact same path? Yes. Yeah. But it is. I I can see you. You're in the distance. (laughs) No, I think we're at the same path together. Like right now, we just got on the same path. I'm just a little, I'm a few steps behind you. I'm still trying to process how it feels to truly know yourself, which I've never felt before. Mm-hmm. And you seem to have known yourself for much longer. Yeah. So anything else that we want to add? I think the thing is, is that you really wanted me to provide you the absolute answer. And now you're at the point where that's not going to be able to come from me or really anybody else. You're going to have to build that with bricks of wisdom from lots of different places. Yes, that feels true. That feels exactly what it was about. And then also just realizing that you've been doing this without me for quite some time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I didn't quite realize that you'd been going at it alone. Does that make it exciting for you? Or is that now a little bit because that's 
I think for you especially, that's a kind of a big leap to, because I know for even as you began this process, you've been searching for sort of the one who's going to lead you and the one who's going to guide you and mm-hmm. other podcast people and books mm-hmm. and um, this really intelligent sounding husband of yours who yeah. seems to love you unconditionally for some crazy reason. <laughs> Yeah, actually, that has changed basically since I realized this, just listening and editing this podcast. Like now I'm and I think you said to me once, no one's going to have the exact roadmap that you're looking for. And I knew that, but I think I thought I'll just keep looking and I'm going to find the roadmap. And so now I've realized that I have a lot of information. I've found a lot of bits of things that really interest me and really feel correct but um, there's parts that kind of veer off for me. And I think, oh, well, that means that this person can't be my mentor. And I think I'm starting to look at things a little bit differently now. Also, for the first time, I can think about how something feels inside my body and my body can tell me that doesn't seem like it meshes with us. Like that doesn't seem like that's your purest, truest self. And I've never been able to do that before. Yeah, There's been little sparks of that. But I've never been able to know that something is right because my insides are telling me it's right, mm-hmm. which is, I think, probably the most exciting part that I'm trying to keep blather on about. Okay, good. That feels much more of a complete picture of what's been going on the past week or so. So let's jump back into the previously recorded episode. And the other thing that I've realized is that some of my intensity that kind of overwhelms you is crucial to our relationship and i don't want to lose the intensity because number one it feels so dang good and number two i do think that it helps in our relationship to have someone who's just able to light it on fire when we need to or when i want to and a lot of good changes i think have come after i felt like an intense knowing of what i want to do next or what mm-hmm. where we want to go next yeah and you know if if we're gonna make each other feel uncomfortable i think that sometimes that your spark and enthusiasm and everything else the inverse of that is that i end up feeling like the dream crusher yes because i'm obviously the pragmatist and you know the let's think about it and wait and make sure we do things smart and intelligently and yeah which is great i mean i definitely will tone down some of my things that I say and I want, or what you've really more so done is helped me to just sit and wait on it. Like, okay, it feels like that's the absolute right thing you want to do. Let's wait a couple weeks. And a lot of times it becomes a clearer path that maybe doesn't have as many risks. Mm-hmm. And not that I'm afraid of risks necessarily, but you know. Some of the risks that you originally thought of yeah. were pretty. Um, yeah, I've said some bold things. Bold, yeah. That, yeah. Okay. That makes me feel a little bit better and clearer about it. She's gritting her teeth. Uh, It's just very uncomfortable for me to feel like I wasn't supporting you. Probably part of my shame monster or something, which just hits on, hits at a really raw nerve. We probably won't go much more into my shame monster, but. Do you um, have a name for your shame monster? No, I just can't. I I think I used that with the kids recently, Mm. and that's why I came up with shame monster. I don't know if I've met your shame monster. So we wanted to discuss uh, the frequency that the episodes were going to come out and then just a little bit maybe about, and Kevin says this better than I do, about what the intention of the podcast is, which ties into the frequency. So, Yeah, I think, you know, maybe even to play in on Mary's enthusiasm and me being the dream crusher, 
I think where we had been when we first started this is Mary was, you know, all in, super excited, super energetic, which despite what she said, I'm very supportive of and everything else. It just had gotten to the point where this was overtaking our lives. And, you know, we still have. What well, was an overtaking? Well, is overtaking it, our free time. Together. Yeah. I, I OK. But it just it worried me because, of course, I'm the pragmatist that it was going to end up fizzling. Like to me, it just seemed like, goodness, this is just not going to be sustainable. Mm -hmm. This is a bomb. Yeah. So to kind of combat that, I think that we're probably going to try to control. Oh, I no, I sound like the jerk. Yeah. I don't like this. We started out saying we were going to do it an episode every two weeks. Right. Because Kevin is right that part of our dream life is not having anything overwhelm us. So mm -hmm. we want to be in control of our time, as we said. And that feels absolutely genuine to Kevin and myself. That is absolutely what we want, what I want, and what and he see, wants. See, now she's, I'm, I feel like now I'm, I'm like uh, forcing you to say this. <laughs> but I definitely have had experience where. I have gotten very excited about things and been able to just almost move mountains and just do things that are pretty exciting and potentially impressive at a rapid pace. And then I just totally die out mm -hmm. and burn out. And then I just don't even want to do it anymore. Right. Like I'm like, Ugh, I'm just over it. Yeah. And this is something that we want to keep as a tool for us to keep growing together. Mm -hmm. And it's that is our highest aim with it. And so if that's our highest aim, then we need to be sure that we don't burn out and fizzle because that basically means we're burning out and fizzling on our relationship. Yeah. Now, we may stop doing the podcast for other reasons, I suppose. But for now, it seems Still like... Still subscribe, though, guys. <laughs> for now, it seems like something that really aligns with how we would like to grow together and, and mm -hmm. a mechanism to do that. Yeah. And that I really want that to be the focus of this too. Yes. And I feel like, you know, anything beyond that, it's going to lose something like yeah. then we're just creating content. Yeah. And I don't, I mean, for me, that's not really the point. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a mix of both. Not that we're mm -hmm. creating content just for content sake, but you know, it's likely going to give us some prompts to talk about. So the podcast is going to come out once every two weeks and we're just going to go from there. And we think we have some topics that we're going to discuss and we know that there are some questions that we need to answer if we have any hopes of getting people to understand who we are and sort Certainly of our journey. Certainly these 25 downloads continue. <laughs> My mom was just, wow, that was so, I can't, I can't believe it. I you know like, what that would really happen? can't believe 25. She probably downloaded yeah. it 24 times. She didn't realize yeah. that she, because I called her twice about <laughs> right. it. And anywho, folks. The final thing I wanted to say was um, we recorded our first episode, Our Dream Life, in, I don't know, I think a single take. We had done episodes before that that we didn't really like, just we wanted to start from a more authentic beginning and describe our dream life. It's taken us probably... I don't know, we've sat in here maybe three or four times just to figure out what our second episode's going to be about. Mm -hmm. And during those recordings that ended up being not usable, they became not usable because I am an interrupter, a terrible, terrible interrupter, mostly because I'm so excited. She has really good things to say, and she doesn't want to lose the opportunity to say them. Yes. And it's, it yikes, it's bad. So... I think the last time we tried to record, or two times before, 
Kevin was just like, I can't. Like, you just, I can't even say anything because I can see you over there six inches from me just dying to jump in when he takes a breath. And <laughs> you would listen back and it's just so obvious. It was it was not good. It, the crazy thing is, and I'm going to interrupt you to get in here. Um, it was it was a story we were going to do about my own story. <laughs> yeah. We were trying to record Kevin's career at the episode about his career. And I because, you know, I mean, you know, everything that I've done way better than me. (laughs) You certainly know what direction I want to take it. So the interesting thing that I have found in my life is that, you know, when you focus on something, it comes to the forefront and things just start and resolutions come up or ways that you can grow or change come up. So. The day after, Kevin basically took the headphones off and said, I'm not going to record today. Like, you just you can't stop interrupting me. I listened to a podcast by Marie Forleo, which I'm assuming lots and lots of people know who she is. So I'm not going to go into it. But she had a very old episode. I believe it was episode six. And it was talking about the awkward intentional pause and how that was a key to having good communication skills. It basically gave me the learning tool that I'm going to now implement, which is every time you want to speak, you wait for an opening and then you wait three more seconds and then you speak. You're just going to die a little bit inside doing that every time. It's very difficult. So basically now I've not actually ever waited the three seconds, but every time I interrupt, I do recognize that I've interrupted and I do this like very audacious, big hand gesture mm-hmm. that just totally derails the conversation right so no one wins yeah baby steps so but i've at least identified it yeah so a- acknowledging something can be the you know yes the biggest thing so i love that the podcast is working yeah we have two big examples now how the podcast is working all right well that uh, i think is going to wrap up our oh, second episode man um Just wanted to do a real-life check-in. I suspect there's going to be more of these real-life check-ins. Maybe Mm -hmm. we've created a segment. We don't even know that we're going to keep coming back to these real-life check-ins. Oh, man. And then you'll go back and listen to our early episodes, and you'd be like, oh, my goodness, this is where that segment began. (laughs) But this felt authentic, and I'm glad that we came here instead of what probably is necessary, Uh but didn't quite feel as authentic. So, And that, I think that more than anything is what our goal is with this. Yeah. So if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. We are looking for our fourth and fifth subscriber. Oh, what? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Oh, man. And uh, if you'd like to contact us about anything. That's got to put us towards the top of the list, right? (laughs) We've talked about. I'm going to leave the email that we can be reached at in our show notes, as well as our Instagram account. I have been checking them. We've never, I've been on Instagram before, um, not personally, but for a different business that I had started. And um, I have very little experience. However, I'm finding my way around it. So if someone were to direct message me, I'm likely to message them back. So if you'd like to be the first one to direct message, Growth Minded Marriage. I might do that. (laughs) We are smiling much more in this episode than the other ones we attempted to record. So we're going in the right direction. I think so. All right. Well, till next time. Later. Ever onward? Oh gosh, no. Okay. I got to figure out something. All right.